You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Mobilize, personalize, optimize, and monetize your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. From mobile marketing and messaging to mobile commerce and coupons, and from mobile apps and websites to mobile engagement and loyalty, our hosts bring on expert guests to give you the inside track on the trends, tools, and technologies that matter most. Mobile Presence, where making your brand or business mobile first is our first priority. Now, here are your hosts, Peggy Ann Saltz and Shahab Zagari. Welcome to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. As always, bringing you the people and the companies helping you harness mobile. And our listeners will know, of course, that my co-host, Shahab Zagari, is off at a conference getting some fantastic guests for upcoming shows. So in the meantime, I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, over at Mobile Groove. And it is the last show of the month, so that's when we take a look at all things related to apps. And in particular, we dive into the companies and the experts who were included in Apponomics, the insider's guide to a billion-dollar app business. The book, which I wrote in partnership with Inmobi, is free to download from the Inmobi website, and we'll give you that link later on in the show and encourage you, of course, to check it out. But first, allow me to welcome our guest today, Mahek Sharma from Inmobi. Hello, Mahek. Hi, Peggy. It's a pleasure to be here. It's great to have you here because you were one of the people I interviewed in the book. And in addition, you know, you're out there really connecting with developers on a regular basis, hearing what they're doing, understanding the trends, understanding their hardships. Um, but let's start off with a little bit about Inmobi and yourself, your role there. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So um, Inmobi is uh, one of the largest mobile ad networks. We work with game developers, non-gaming developers, and reach around 800 million unique users globally. This is only second to Facebook. Um, you know, obviously, there are lots of ad networks out there. We're really trying to help the developers figure out what's best for their apps. So we work with them to define user acquisition strategies. We have workshops to help them define what's the best monetization strategy that they can use for their apps. So um, my particular role here is um, I'm based out of North America. I'm, we have two offices here, New York and San Francisco. I'm based out of the San Francisco office where mobile is the hottest thing that people are talking about. And I lead the gaming team here. So I work with all the gaming developers 
you know, like Zynga, Kabam, Supercell, King, all these names that you hear of every day. Mm-hmm. And of course, um, you're also, you know, connecting with them. So you're, you're working with them, but you're also hearing um, what developers overall are doing to, to maximize um, either their user acquisition or their revenues with, with regards to their app. What can you share about the strategies that you're seeing them use to achieve those objectives now? How's that shifting or changing? Yeah, that's actually a great question. Uh, there's Casual Connect going on in San Francisco, and that's the topic everyone's discussing. You know, one of the major changes that have happened since last year in the mobile app space is people are starting to move away from templates, from banners, from the old school thought of, you know, ads and monetization that existed last year. You know, um, last year, if you go, you went out and you talked to a lot of app developers, you'd find two separate schools of thought. One would be people who always want to do just in-app monetization and the other set of people who just want to use banners. But that's really changed now. In fact, uh, when we go out in the market and we talk to developers, they're really treating monetization as one. And then while thinking of game design, they're thinking about how can they use different elements of monetization to engage their users the most. You know, it's not about making money out of the users. It's actually about how can they improve the user experience. So uh, what we're seeing on our side is um, it's really blending. It's all about mixing the two things. It's about how to create a blended experience between in-app purchase and ads and, uh, you know, it's, it's a combination of analytics. It's a combination of how user behavior is. What are you seeing in your game? It's very game specific. And using that analytics, how can you, you know, make an emotional connect with the user? It's all about how can you emotionally keep them engaged? How can you let the users talk about your game, give you, you know, positive feedback and let them be the advocates for your game? So what we're seeing is that, uh, you know, while last year was all about banners, people are really trying to push the limits here. They're talking about how can they blend the ad experience within the game itself. And the three formats that everyone's talking about, obviously, you know, apart from banners and interstitial that everyone knows there are, you know, the two broad categories in which ad exists are the rewarded and the non-rewarded ad um, experiences. And within both of them, the two formats that are really, really getting a lot of traction on our side are uh, native ads and playable ads. Um, mm-hmm. So native ads, as the name suggests, is all about how can you uh, use an ad and make it the part of the content itself. So it has to be native to the content that you create. It cannot be something that sticks out of your app and makes the user experience terrible. It has to be something that is blended within the content. So, but, so it's really about it's really about making that ad look like the rest of your app. And this can, of course, be for games, but this can be for you know all app developers, right? It can be, actually. Uh, that's a great point. And the level of difficulty is different, obviously. The, the few categories that have worked extremely well for native are messaging, um, news, and productivity apps. You know, these are apps where, you know, you can, the user is really engaged. So let's see if you're talking to me on an app and there's a messaging you know, feed that you see. Within the feed, you can replace the text with an ad. It's super easy. It's very intuitive, you know. And similarly, in a news app, you can replace the headlines of the news within with the message that you want to read. You want the users to read, and you can replace the picture with the app snapshot. But uh, in case of gaming apps, it's slightly more difficult, and that's what 
we're really trying to focus. Right now, um, native ads within gaming are uh, virtually non-existent. The only native experience that's there is about native interstitials. We are actually working really close with game developers to play the game, figure out you know, where the user has to wait before a level to start or if there are any session lengths that are not fully utilized and see how we can insert a native experience within that window. So uh, for, game, for game developers, it's slightly more customized. For all the non-gaming developers on the social side, news side, and uh, productivity side, it's, it's a little more easier and it's very popular, already getting a lot of traction in the market. In fact, that's what everyone's talking about here in San Francisco. Um, yeah. And I, and I, and you mentioned another one, which is, you know, about the playable ad. Where, where, where does that fit in? What kind of app experience is that for some of the listeners listening in, maybe even hearing this for the first time? Yeah. So, you know, think about, uh, you know, you all, all the game developers right now are trying to think about a new category, a new experience for the user, right? And creating that initial traction is so tough that you almost want the user to play the game or experience your app within the ad itself. And that's something that's not been possible until now when a few startups in the Valley came up with this technology where you could host your app in the cloud and then let the user play the game or experience your app in the ad itself. Now, the logic mm -hmm. behind using this format is that you know obviously there's video which takes about 15 seconds for the user to go through as an ad experience what if you have a longer load time what if the user has to wait for a longer time and you want to keep him engaged right what mm -hmm. if he just lost a level and he wants to feel upbeat about something you know so why not give him a small you know, ad which lets him play the game and reward him with something in that time. So a playable ad lets the user play the game within the ad, which is really cool because, you know, this is something that's never been done before. It's extremely uh, you know, smooth experience. The user can just, you know, download the app. You can start at any level. You can reward him in any way. And then if he likes the app, he downloads it. Mm -hmm. If he doesn't, then they don't download it. The quality of users is so much better with this ad format than anything before. I mean, if you just compare it with banners, banners are just like there's just a, a picture yeah. that you don't know about. But the, here's an ad which lets you experience. It's almost like... You know how you have uh, e-commerce free returns? You le they let you try the shoes, Zappos, and then you can yeah. return them. So it's almost like that. I mean, it makes such sense. You know, it's just like a test drive with a car. You want to take it out, check it out, see if you like it, and then you'll make up your mind. But you have that experience. I mean, what is it that took it so long, Mahek? Was it, was it just we, need, we were waiting for cloud technology or we were just waiting for people to get creative in advertising? You know, it's a good question. It's uh, It's... It's basically like all other startups, right? Every time I talk to people about a playable ad, you know, my clients come back and tell me, damn, I was thinking about this idea last year. Why didn't mm -hmm. I make it? So it just gets down to execution. Um, mm -hmm. The two things that were different was that um, obviously people tried to make a playable ad, but the experience was not that smooth. So they couldn't compress that experience within the 30 seconds. It used to take a lot of time to load it, but someone came up with the technology to load this and, uh, you know, let the user experience the app within that short time. So I think from a technology perspective, just because of the cloud compression technologies that you're seeing, it's a lot better now as compared to what it was last year. And that's been one of the levers that has kind of expedited this technology. 
I mean, that's an amazing new format. I've been reading a lot about it myself, and it's a great um, user experience. I mean, we'll, we'll be coming up to break ourselves here, but um, before we go, I just want to be very clear. If people are excited and saying, wow, I want to get, I want to have this, I want to have this to advertise my app, is this something that in Mobi supports or, or others, or do they need to look at ad network partners for this? I mean, how do I make it happen? And maybe we can start answering that question and continue after the break. Yeah, I mean, I'll quickly tell you, we do it. Um, a very few people in the market do it. In fact, we just announced a partnership yesterday with a company called Voxel, uh, mm -hmm. which has one of the best playable ad formats in the market. So if anyone out there is interested in testing this ad format or see how it looks, go check out our website. We have a few demos or just get in touch with me. I'd be happy to get on a call with them. That's fantastic. Well, we'll be coming back and giving some details about how to reach you, how to interact with Inmobi. But right now we have to go to break, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. You rely on your website to promote your business. And while you're busy doing what you love, you need a site that can keep up. GoDaddy Web Hosting is built from the ground up for lightning speed, reliability, and rock-solid performance. It includes over 150 free apps like WordPress and Drupal to build and manage your site. And with 99.9% .9 uptime and industry-leading load times, you never have to worry if your site is up and running. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter code HOSTFM to get web hosting for $1 a month, plus a free domain. Some limitations apply. See website for details. While some affiliate networks can give you offers, Affiliate Offers Network gives you offers that pay big. Why do affiliates work with Affiliate Offers Network? How about because they work with powerhouse CPAs like Affiliate.com? How about that affiliates get paid every Monday to kick off their work week? Plus, learn how their green bucket system can turn your email, display ad, social, video, or mobile impression into profitable income. Get connected today with Affiliate Offers Network. Call 312-560-0175 or visit AffiliateOffersNetwork.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. 
My name is Peggy Ann Saltz, and our guest today is Mahek Sharma from Enmobi. And right before the break, you were sharing some fantastic news, I think, for our listeners about, you know, how to ride this, this bandwagon in a way of taking advantage of this format. I mean, one thing is gamers, obviously, but would it also be of interest or could um, other app developers with utility or messaging apps or productivity apps, could they get involved? Does it work for everybody? It does work for everybody, but obviously um, you have to think about how it makes sense for your app, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, for example, if you think about a messaging experience, you obviously can't recreate the messaging experience within the ad itself. Well, what can you use that add that in that space to showcase about your app? So if you have stickers or if you have a feature that no one else has in messaging, you should probably use that space to advertise that. So it's really Mm -hmm. about your app and how you can customize that experience. Obviously, there's a clutter of apps in each category. And if you're you're coming up with something new, you want to showcase that within the ad unit itself. It's most intuitive for games, but I think other categories are going to pick up eventually wants to figure out how to leverage this ad unit to their advantage. Because mm-hmm. you are, you know, you are showing the experience. I mean, I could imagine it in um, sort of productivity apps. If you want to show, you know, how does this really work? What's the experience? You know, what does my my calendar look like, or my timer, or my reminders, or whatever? It's just it's just to understand what the app really offers. Because a banner just tells us a little bit of information and shows really one image, and that's all we have to go on. That's not an awful lot to download an app, right? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, as the mobile market is getting more mature, you want to find your niche audience. You don't want to trick or deceive the users into downloading something they don't want. You actually want to give as much information as possible in the ad unit itself so that whatever users you get are most qualified and you don't waste money in, you know, just bombarding users with ads that they don't want. So you have to create your own experience that's customized, that's informative for the users, and they download it only when it makes sense to them. That way your quality is better, you don't spend too much money. It's a win-win for everyone. That's a great way to get to one part of the uh, the insights you provided for the Apponomics book. You know, we walked through the life stage, stages rather of an app. You know, you look at what you do at pre-launch, which is very, very different at what you do when you're acquiring, um, you know, quality users at scale. It's very different. So there's different things we do at different levels, different stages of the app. I don't want to walk through all of that. That's part of the book, and that's why people need to download it and check it out. But give me an idea of how you see the life stages of the app and perhaps what steps you advise app developers and even marketers with their apps to take at each stage, maybe even depending on the type of app they have, because then again, that's very different. Absolutely, yeah. So um, I think that's that's a really tough question. And obviously, I encourage the readers to read the book to get more details into it. But broadly, I think I've, I've met a lot of app developers who are really focused on game design, which is great. But obviously, content is king. And I read something very interesting yesterday that said content is king, but distribution is God. You know, you <laughs> cannot make a great product and not let people know about it. So I think, uh, you know, some of the challenges, let's start with the challenges in the mobile app marketing space, the biggest challenge that everyone's facing right now is the rising cost of user acquisition. You know, a lot of developers who are out there are trying to innovate with very little, uh, you know, angel money, and they're trying to see how they can use that money more effectively. And I think that, uh, you know, just in the light of increasing costs, app developer at the time of game design has to think about 
ways in which he can organically drive more and more users. It's you cannot. I mean, even though I work with a paid advertising mobile company, I really don't recommend developers to just think about how to drive user acquisition through paid marketing. It's the second thing that you should think about. The first thing you should think about is how can you. Um, sort of integrate elements of virality within your game, you know? So mm -hmm. when you're designing a game, you have to create a lot of buzz around the game, you know? You have to talk to people about your app. You have to, you know, make your friends talk about it. You have to have a Facebook page, Twitter page. As much as you can do online, you have to create some excitement around the app, you know? And once you have that traction going, um, depending on the category of the app, let's, let's take two basic categories, gaming and social which i think are the most popular categories in the market so if you look mm -hmm. at social category um the social category is really not a it's it's all about how you can you know create that initial critical mass of user, users who can go out in the market and then drive that organic user base for you. So for all the social apps out there, you know, you have to invest a lot of time initially trying to, uh, you know, go online, trying to create cheaper methods of social marketing uh, instead of depending on paid marketing. So once you have that initial brand in the market, you can then leverage your brand and multiply that effect using paid marketing. But you cannot solely depend on paid marketing to be, you know, to help you with growing your user base. So um, I would say initially you have to think about when you're launching an app, you have to think about a combination of social marketing, uh, you know, emails, direct mailers, whatever you can, whatever is the cheapest way to drive this. And then, um, you know, as you get into the more mature life stage, you want to think about part paid marketing users. The advantage with this approach is that when you, you've identified the set of target audience that you want to go after, you can leverage programmatic platform. You can leverage in Mobi type ad networks or AdMob or Millennial Media or Chartboost or Facebook to actually get those specific set of users through these channels instead of spreading your net too wide and wasting just way too much money and getting any users that doesn't make sense. So you want to start with a combination of social market marketing and also with uh, paid marketing. And uh, as you get more advanced in your life cycle, you want to focus more on paid marketing and and then ultimately, when you're, let's say, three to four months down your app launch, then you want to think about how ROI focus is your marketing. So you want to measure everything that you spend. You want to measure everything that you get back from each channel and make sure that every channel of yours is ROI positive. It's everything and, and, is about, yeah. I mean, that's really important advice. And, and but there's, there's one thing to also guard against, because when I go to conferences, you have people who want to measure everything. But they want to do it very, very, very early, literally in the game, no pun intended. Um, what kind of advice do you have to people about, you know, when to start really focusing on the numbers? Yes, they have to work this into the gameplay or into the structure of the app, into the experience about the kinds of users they want to attract and monetize and how. But uh, are there some rules to follow about how not to get so bogged down in the analytics that you sort of miss the plot? Absolutely. Um, that's a great, great question, Peggy. I have to say, I mean, last year, uh, if you talk to app developers, everything was just about analytics. You know, you would measure everything about the user. And at a point, you would probably not even make sense of all the data that you're getting. So how do you get out of that trap and think about games? So you know, going back to the advice that I gave everyone earlier, you have to think about game 
as something that lets you make emotional connect with the users. You know, you cannot think about, you cannot forget the fact that there are users on the other sides that you're dealing with. And users are people, you know, we're people, you know, we want to mm -hmm. be emotionally connected to the game itself. So, you know, you have to be very intuitive um, and obviously use the emotional, you know, side of people to make sure that you're, you're using that data to your advantage. So, you know, um, while it's important to measure uh, the, the, the data from all the games initially, it's also important to see which, which part of that data really makes sense for your app. So how do you do that? You know, I think uh, one of the things that you want to make sure is that, uh, you know, when you start launching your app and you start measuring each aspect of user behavior, uh, there are there is a certain critical mass that you want to reach before you get you know you get really advanced about which which data set you should use in order to drive more users or improve your monetization. So you want to be very conscious of the fact that until you have at least let's say hundred thousand users in the first month, you cannot really uh, you know make sense of that data. So there's something called a statistical significance that you have to keep in mind. And I think uh, you know any any developer that's out there needs to get to that point where they have that critical mass until they actually use that data to to make you know to use use that data to improve monetization or improve their user acquisition strategies. So so in a nutshell, um, critical mass, what does that mean? Does that mean thousands, um, tens of thousands? I mean it's hard to call, but I just like to pin you down to some specifics here if I can, Mahek. You know, it differs from people to people. Um, the the general thumb rule that I've seen in the market is uh, getting 100,000 active users. Mm -hmm. So um, with a month of whatever paid marketing or unpaid marketing or organic marketing that you use, you want to at least get uh, 100,000 users. And then based on your retention, that could be around 1,000 users. Usually if you use, let's say, 10% retention of those users, you're left with around 1,000 users. So I mm -hmm. think that's a good number to start with. So try to get 100,000 users in the first month and see how they react to you know, your uh, A-B testing or your whatever kind of testing that you're doing on your game. Well, that's the first of hopefully a number of uh, tips and uh, helpful ideas you'll be giving us in the rest of the show, Mahek. But right now we're going to go to break, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. BubbleFast burst onto the e-commerce scene as a family-owned shipping supply provider back in 1999. The product line has grown, but Mark and Robin still own and operate BubbleFast as a family business. Being sellers themselves has taught them what online sellers need to safely and affordably deliver their products to their customers. BubbleFast is proud to be an active member of the community of online sellers. Mark and Robin sponsor seller meetup groups, share shipping tips and tricks through social media, and always love talking to customers and helping solve shipping challenges. Check out the website at BubbleFast.com. Sign up for the Bubble Briefs newsletter to join the Bubble Fast family. Use promo code WMR to get a 5% discount. Or call Mark and Robin at 877-599-7447. Happy shipping from Mark and Robin at Bubble Fast. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. 
It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. My name is Peggy Ann Saltz at Mobile Groove, and my guest today is Mahak Sharma from InMobi. And it's all about apps and apponomics. And right before the break, we were getting into some tips, some helpful tips and uh, advice for app developers and also marketers with apps. And uh, it was about you know the number that we need to have in order to really start testing and thinking about you know segmenting our audience worrying about user acquisition so 100,000 that's the magic number we heard um, what else can you tell us Mahak what about how about some other numbers how about what can it cost or what is a baseline number for what it can cost to start marketing your app successfully sure yeah um, it really depends on the amount of investment that you've made into your app. So a thumb rule that a lot of developers use is try to use 30% of your total investment towards marketing to make your app successful. Obviously, uh, that number could be too small or too high for a few app developers. So the minimum budget that I recommend for people is to at least have around $500 a day to begin your advertising. That's obviously on the lower side, but if you want to start testing platforms, if you want to start testing on Facebook, or if you want to just see how the user is resonating with your app, you should at least allocate $500 of spend a day in the U.S. or the most mature markets towards mobile app marketing. Mm-hmm. And you're saying most mature markets. That's interesting because, uh, you know, people say, okay, you, you, you make it big in America. And then, of course, if you have a really interesting app, you can look at other markets, for example, like Canada, or you might even test in Canada before going uh, to, to the States. How does that work? Absolutely. Um, 
obviously you have to test in a smaller market because mm-hmm. you don't want to yeah you don't want to get poor user feedback from the US you know the app store has an algorithm in which users they use the feedback from each country and each country has a varies depending on the maturity of the mobile audience so US is no doubt the highest there so you don't want to mess with the US audience you actually <laughs> want to start testing with the smaller countries like Canada Sweden Australia Norway you know all these mm-hmm. countries where the mobile market is pretty mature but still you you know there's not enough volume in there to be able to affect your app store rankings so i would say test your app at least for a month in a new these markets when you're ready and when you're convinced that your apps all out of bugs everything's looking good that's when you launch in the us when you launch in the US the minimum budget that you want to think about is $500 a day um mm-hmm. in the smaller countries the number could vary proportionally based on the size of the market Mhm. And to keep with those numbers, uh rather to keep with that whole idea about making it in the market and making certain you're pleasing your users, getting good feedback. Um how about some advice about precisely that? How do you get user feedback because having, you know, having that rating, having those rankings, having that feedback is really important. I know myself that, you know, I'm very wary to download an app if I don't see their reviews or or you know, no one's downloaded or has anything to say about it. It says for me, well, either it's really really new or it's really really not um, you know, just not a great app that no one took the time to to write a review. So, what do you what do you give app developers as advice there? I think this is one of the most you know important aspects of app development and a lot of app developers don't take it very seriously. I think mm-hmm. uh yeah, I I cannot emphasize enough about how important is it to get user feedback, you know. Sometimes app like you said, you don't know how much to spend, you don't know how many ads to show. You never know how much is too much in mobile app. You don't know how many ads to show, you don't know how many coins to put in there, you don't know what to do, right? And the best way to figure it out is using user feedback. You know, you have to have a forum where users can go post their feedback and you have to have a channel and a team that can channel that can use that feedback and use it towards game production towards game design towards designing a monetization strategy that users like so i think you have to have a team that focuses on this apart from analytics apart from game design you need to have a team of one or two people that just scout around on twitter on feed, on facebook on app store to see what the users are saying about your app and incorporate that feedback towards your next version so I think app store feedback is absolutely important towards game design. You cannot ignore it. If you do, you can just not be successful in the space. Well, I think that's some really valuable advice, Mahek, and I, you know, I will love to have you back on another show when we look at aponomics. And uh for our listeners, you can check out earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm on our website, and you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, and now on iHeartRadio. And finally, you can also stay connected by downloading our mobile app from the iTunes App Store or Google Play. I'd like to thank you all for joining us for Mobile Presence presented by skywire.com and I've told you where to find out all about the show. Now, how do they stay in touch with you, Mahek? Oh, I'm available all the time. I'm on Twitter. Uh my Twitter handle is mahek sharma 2012. Uh it's M A H A K Sharma. 
Uh, you can also write to me at mehek.sharma at inmobi.com. Um, I'm going to have a few talks coming up in the next few months. I don't have the information available right now, but I'm going to have everything updated on my Twitter handle. So, you know, if you're listening to this, follow me on Twitter. You'll be updated with all the latest trends on mobile, mobile app marketing, mobile monetization, and all the upcoming events that we're doing in San Francisco. It was great to be here, Peggy, and thanks for having me. Well, it's absolutely awesome to have you, and I'll be watching those, and we can also pass on some of that information about those workshops via our social media on Facebook and on Twitter. And this wraps up another of our monthly series of looking at in-depth interviews around the information and insights that are packed into the fact-packed Apponomics book. It's a 330-page book that is your everything guide to mobile apps, and you can download it for free at inmobi.com forward slash Apponomics. And remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. See you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. 
For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.